Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. This episode is brought to you by Sleep Number. Sleep Number beds allow you to adjust on each side to your ideal firmness, comfort, and support. And with Sleep IQ technology inside the bed, it tracks how you're sleeping and gives you personalized insights for your best sleep. Sti- stick around. <laughs> you stick around. Later in the episode to hear a special segment from us and Sleep Number. Bye. Everybody. I would like to say welcome, dear listener, to yet another installment of the number one smash hit podcast in bed with Nick and Megan, starring... The great Nick Offerman. Welcome. Featuring Megan Mullally. <laughs> and with today's spectacular guest, the brilliant. Thank you. And beautiful. Fair. Mr. Nick Kroll. <laughs> Hello. Nick Kroll. Hello, Nick. Welcome to our Two bed. Two Nicks yeah. in a bed. Two Nicks. One. <laughs> oh Two Nicks, one lady. Yeah, one lady. <laughs> one lady oh, and gosh. a pizza place. Yeah. Time's up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we're in. We're in our bed, and um, we're gonna talk. Yeah, I feel lucky that I just ended up popping by your bed today, and that I could join that the was. cast. Yeah. Yeah, Nick, Nick kind of drops by a lot. Um, usually unannounced, mm-hmm. and we enjoy that. Yeah. I think it's been. You know, like when you're in your 20s, people sort of drop by and announce, and it's cool. And then as you get older, it doesn't happen as much. But I love that you've kept up the tradition. I have. You know, I just, like, miss that era with my friends like Ross and Rachel and and everybody that, Mm -hmm. you know, you just pop by someone's apartment. Oh, so you're, you're friends with the actual friends. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Was there a rivalry between the Will and Grace crew and the Friends crew? No, but I remember when we first started and um, the show was kind of starting to take off, 
we were at some function with the the cast of friends and um, Matthew Perry had cornered some of us in the cast and he was like travel now travel now go to Europe go wherever (laughs) you want do it now Uh. and we we were like what are you talking about I was like, well, you're not going to be able to go later because you're going to be recognized by everybody. It's not, it's not, it's not fun oh. anymore. Go now. Yeah. Wow. Scared the bejesus it's, out of me. You guys immediately booked a trip to Lake Havasu and just <laughs> have that. Soak it in. Oh, I've yeah. always wanted to go. Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy it while ye may. Yeah. I just want to set the scene a little bit that uh, Nick and I are wearing pajamas. Um, not... Oh sort of like a, a hangover from another episode we did. And um, Nick is wearing his version of pajamas, which are, it's a very nice navy blue uh, shirt with mm-hmm. white, mm-hmm. small white polka dots on mm-hmm. button-up shirt. Mm-hmm. Very nice pair of uh, navy blue trousers, Thank if you. I may. You are, you and may. a fancy pair of socks, red, white, and blue. Look, when I nice. come when I come to do someone's podcast in bed, I come dressed for bed mm-hmm. and this is what i wear to sleep and he's a very formal guy look i have my walls up what do you wear <laughs> <laughs> what do you wear when you're like going out then for a business meeting say um like a long flannel onesie and a and a cap and like a long cap with like a little ball on the yeah. end a uh, nightcap a like, nightcap like a night before christmas situation exactly yeah because I, I dress for the job I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, what job is that? To be an old-timey sleepy man. <laughs> a man I, I'm always auditioning for a role of a man. To be asleep in the 18th century. <laughs> exactly, to be woken up. And instead of, a, when I go to a meeting, instead of a water, I ask for a little candle on a <laughs> half-melted down. Um, and if they don't have it, I walk out of the meeting. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I've heard some stories, but I wasn't sure whether to believe them. But I guess if you're saying it yourself, it's mm. cool to talk about. No, it's fine. I might not say a lot at the beginning of this podcast mm-hmm. because I'm seething with resentment right now. Mm-hmm. Because Nick has always been a snappy dresser. I've known him for a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, that's true. And he has the kind of build that allows him to wear a fashionable button-down dress shirt tucked into a trouser with no belt. Oh. New. Yeah. It's an attempt for me to tuck in a shirt. It's really? What, a, it's working. Thank you. So well that I'm pissed. B, if you have a little more of a linebacker build, you can't pull that shit off. No belt? Because in, I always, people tell me not to wear a belt. Strangers on the street. Mm, <laughs> Complete and utter strangers. Yeah, surprised to hear that. Older ladies screaming at me in the Sherman Oaks uh, arc light. Mm. Just, you, don't you wear a fucking belt, you little, <laughs> you fucking Jew. The race. Wow, yeah. so racist. I know. And I, because I figured Sherman Oaks, the valley would be, you know, mixed. Yeah. Uh, the home of porn. Yeah, and it is. And it's older Jewish women oftentimes who are saying it to me, screaming. Wow. <laughs> Furious. Against their own people. I know. So I don't wear the belt now. You did know what I mean? You, and they, they tend to leave me alone. I'm just out of curiosity. Did, um, did you have a topic that you'd like to talk about today? Aside from belts. 
Um, no, I mean I'm open to whatever. I would, I would, I would like to talk to you guys about color palettes. Okay. Um, we dig those. This and, sounds like a freestyle episode. I think yeah. we're gonna freestyle it. Um, I mean, I'm going. This is my self promotional thing. Is I'm going on tour for stand up. You guys have both done a lot of touring of recent years. Mm -hmm. I'd take any tips from you in that regard. Mm -hmm. um, is that a new thing for you? I haven't toured in years. Like really gone out. I mean, like in you know, you know, in dog years, like about a year. Does that make sense? Yeah. So seven Six years or ago. Six seven years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am I you doing that right? with John Mulaney, but that was a different kind that of thing. That was a different thing. That was, And that even was like three, four years ago mm -hmm. where we toured, you know, hello, and we would do like four or five nights in a city. And we only did a few cities. This is like mm -hmm. 25 city, 20, 25 city kind of thing. So I'm, a couple, I, a couple questions for you. Okay. okay. Um... Do you visit a local when you go to a city? Do you visit a local a museum, a zoo? Uh, do you do you have any? I don't do anything. I stay in the hotel room and then I go to the show and then mm -hmm. I come back and go and go. watch television. Okay. Nick goes out. I don't do that. I don't like you it. You go out hard. I go out hard. Uh, yeah. It's it's rare. Um, depending on your schedule, I I'll tell you my technique mm -hmm. uh, that's peculiar to our relationship because we have our two week rule. We're never apart more than two weeks. Sure. So, for example, uh, I'll do a tour, my All Rise tour. I did 37 American cities. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'll, I'll book generally Thursday through Sunday mm -hmm. and uh, so that I can come home and be with Megan Monday to Wednesday. Yeah. And what I do is plan each leg. So I fly to a city, let's say Cincinnati, mm -hmm. Then my next three nights are all within a three or four hour drive, drive. to stay out of the airports because yes. that's the worst part of touring. That's the killer. Yeah. And so th given that kind of schedule, mm -hmm. sometimes it times out to where you're like, oh, wow, I'm going to get to St. Louis by noon. So I have maybe four or five hours to kill. Then I will get on the horn and say, what's going on in St. Louis? Do I want? Is there an incredible cheeseburger I need to check out, mm -hmm. or uh, do I want to go to Hannibal, Missouri, and see Mark Twain's house, or whatever? So when it or Hannibal Burris, or Hannibal Burris, if possible. <laughs> um, so when possible, whenever it's possible, mm -hmm. it's great. But I usually assume that would be that's frosting on top of yeah. Tutoring. Will you get on the line with the the public about a the burger, or get on line with locals? So, like in St. Louis, for example, you'll talk to a a John Ham, mm -hmm. uh, a Randy Sklar, not a Jason Sklar. Right. Um, a Paul Rudd is from Kansas City, not St. Louis. Right. So, <laughs> I just like to throw in yeah. facts about Paul Rudd throughout all my podcasts, of like along the way. He doesn't. Yeah. Uh, I was just in Montreal for the comedy festival there, and I went to the Botanical Gardens which is beautiful in Montreal. If you're in a city, I recommend go to go to a botanical garden. Yeah. Montreal is a really pretty city. It's so fun and cool and the food is so good. And we also then we went to the park over the mountain in Montreal. There's that mountain and every Sunday and there's like a bunch of drum circles 
to see a Canadian hippie dance, to see a tweaked <laughs> Canadian hippie dance to a drum circle is one of the great joys of my life. And then we went up into the hill. It's another Olmsted-designed park, and there were LARPers, you know, those live-action role players doing sword fighting. And some and some and some aspir- aspiring circus uh, people. I don't know about oh. live action role players. What is that? LARPers are like they'll you know how there's like Civil War reenactors. Mm-hmm. There's also like people who are doing sort of medieval-y kind of vibes, and so they're like sort of sword fighting, and and they're they uh, uh, the our guide they're told told a story that there are these LARPers, and they're all in these full medieval things and one of his friends who's an artist organized like a hundred of their friends um and they dressed up as zombies and they attacked the larpers yeah and the larpers were like it was the greatest dream it like there's nothing better <laughs> to be a larper to have another group of people attack them as zombies like it's a well, <laughs> the greatest gift honey you know you're sitting with a proud former larper from my days in uh the Call of Cthulhu. Oh, really? Cthulhu lives in college. We had a group of us, this H.P. Lovecraft-based uh-huh. role-playing game called Call of Cthulhu, and uh, they still have this great company. My friend Andrew Lehman runs mm-hmm. it, um, called the H.P. Lovecraft Historical Society, and he would mastermind these. And we had a theater department, so he'd mastermind these role-playing games from the early 19th century, where we would dress up. And we would have to find talismans, go out in the woods and cast spells. And he would have created actual physical special effects and demons. And it was the greatest geek out time yeah. of my mm. life. It's so fun. And then afterwards, you guys would all like go get a beer and not get laid. We'd go to the Denny's and, <laughs> and yeah, look at pictures of, we'd look at bra ads in the Sears catalog. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I'm sorry that I'm looking at them right now, but I'm looking for a new bra. That's okay. So no, that's all right. I hope that's okay. They make a yeah. sturdy brassiere. That's why we keep a Sears catalog right by our bed. <laughs> Those craftsman bras, the great thing is you can trade them in. Uh. <laughs> so how long are you going to be out on tour? I think this fall mainly, and then uh, there's more cities I think to hit. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna see this great nation. Nick does another thing when he goes on tour where uh, he'll go he'll find something about every city mm. and put it in the show. Yes, that requires a lot more work. Yeah, that's and, why I don't do it. Yeah, are you guys out and about right now? We were. We were touring um, in April, May, and June mm-hmm. of 2019, mm-hmm. and then um, we'll go back out nice. again around that time of year. And now that Will and Grace isn't coming back, depending on what out, what else you know comes up, we'll probably do a lot more touring because I love it. It's my favorite thing. I'm doing completely separately a show called. Phil and Grace, and it's a totally different yeah. vibe. But I would love for you to come by and check is it, it out. A sitcom on NBC. It it it. Well, it sort of is. It's Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. the former coach of the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, and Grace Jones. I did hear exactly. about that. Yes, yeah. and Grace Jones, and yeah. so and they are living together, and it's sort of it's you know it's an odd couple wow, kind of thing. Powerful. Couple. She's a pistol. She is, and 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 he has a pistol, mm-hmm. and he's constantly brandishing his weapon. And that's and then she Sparks goes, fly. Phil, and then, they, and then we go to commercial. 
that. Yeah, so, so good. if you are looking for something to do. I was at the taping of the pilot. I thought it was hilarious. Yes. As, I mean, as you know, I was the warm up comedian. That's my role. I'm not actually you involved. Were great. Thank you. I didn't get bored. Yeah. I. I the pizza was pretty warm. Yeah. I was we, able to forget how we, badly I needed to pee. We keep the pizza pretty lukewarm. <laughs> and and, uh, great taping. and I make everybody dance. I make everybody shake their booty. <laughs> and, uh, it's weird that as the producer of a network show, you'd be doing the audience format, but I guess you're just really committed to... I love... I want to set the table mm -hmm. uh, for the show I want. And I will also set the table, the craft services table. I'll kind of do that. I'll do some... I'll do some spoons and I'll do some forks and sure. you know all the stuff that you want to have for nuts. No plastic on your no set, right? No plastic on my set. No. Someone brought a plastic straw and Phil Jackson brandishes Fired. his mm -hmm. his pistol and he shot he shot that man dead. Holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Grace Jones took the straw I and drank his blood. I realize that Phil Jackson was so committed to the environment. He is. He's a Zen master. He's mm. not wrong. If Listeners, if you see people with a plastic straw, you're completely justified in committing homicide. It is a look. Stand your stand your ground. Yeah. Yeah. You have to use a straw to shoot shoot the bullet. Sure. Your little dart. You guys have you guys ever been darted? Have you guys ever been darted in the in the jungle or anything like that? Um, <laughs> I mean, when I was younger, but I I didn't really I couldn't really take it in because I was only 19. Sure. I think if I got darted now, it would have a lot more meaning. Well, it's just like you're not living, you weren't living consciously then. No, no. So every day felt like you were you were being darted. Right. By life. It's like, why should today be any different? No difference. Right. No difference. Now it would stand out. It probably would. I can tell you've been darted from the way you're talking. I was darted last... almost bragging. I'm not, I'm not bragging, but I was on a Brady Bunch fan tour... Of the Hawaii episodes. <laughs> Remember the Hawaii you Brady Bunch? As a fan. As a, as a fan uh -huh. in Hawaii. I did oh, I see. I was like... As a fan of the Brady Bunch Hawaii special. I, I was doing a tour. And, did you see the cave? In Hawaii. Yeah, in Hawaii. Uh -huh. and, you know, where, where obviously it all happened. Mm -hmm. And I can't disclose the details of it just because the, I signed an NDA to do the tour. <laughs> That's a non-disclosure agreement, yeah. by the way. Yeah, and uh, they, they, and uh, it, when I was on the tour, I got darted, you know, because I tried to touch the statue, mm -hmm. uh, which is a... What island were you on? Uh, Greg Brady Island, uh -huh. I believe it's now called. <laughs> at, they called it Maui, uh, but, I, <laughs> but I know it is The Greg, tour guide told you it was called Greg Brady Island. It's called Greg Brady Island. I'm not sure if that's true, but let's go, yeah, I, sure. I don't know. Look, I gave him. Some people. I gave him twelve grand and I, <laughs> for the afternoon, and it was worth every penny. It was only one afternoon. <laughs> yeah, twelve grand for an afternoon. <laughs> and uh, it's a great and, 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 Well, I don't know if it was an afternoon. I was darted <laughs> at what I remember to be about so five thirty. Who darted you? Honestly, I don't know. You don't I, know. I woke up. In customs, knocked you unconscious. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I woke so up at the airport at Long, no Long Beach. At the, oh. I had been wow. <laughs> so four weeks somehow, later. They somehow got your unconscious body back to Los Angeles. Yes, via the Long Beach port through so, a, through a domestic yes. uh, port, and then somehow snuck you into customs. Correct. Wow. So snuck you into international customs at Long. So there might have been another stop along the way back from Hawaii. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. 
No. But. You went by yourself. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't want to risk I didn't want to the person share. you were with ruining it by a, com yeah, yeah, a, a random exactly. comment. Yeah, and it's so, the only, the bummer is I don't have any pictures. Yeah, um, that's okay. But the me the no memories, the memories will last, will last right. a lifetime. The memories of the first how's, hour and a half of the tour. Soon, oh, oh, it's an hour and a half. I, I, remember, my, this, I remember the tour. Uh -huh. It was in a man's house. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, this doesn't look like I remember the episode. You could have you. been anywhere. You didn't, it was inside of a house. Mm -hmm. It didn't really matter if you were. But they had Chambri done like Island. this sort of diorama thing that felt like, like it was a model of what the Brady Bunch Hawaii episode was. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like a two scale miniaturized thing. And, and I assumed that that was the first, like, here's where you'll be going. That's the visitor center. Yes, exactly. I thought it was the visitor center slash uh, a man's uh, home. <laughs> and um, and then I was darted. And then it was six weeks later. <laughs> six weeks? Yeah, I arrived in Long Beach. <laughs> You're out for six weeks? I mean, I, I remember coming through. <laughs> I remember coming to in a cage and... and in a cage? <laughs> Is this, I was wondering, does it have anything to do with all the teeth that you're missing? Yes. <laughs> they, they said, go back to sleep, fuck pig. And, uh, <laughs> I would, wow. and then... So, did, uh, you, were you, did you feel a, like a hangover from being yes. out for six weeks? Yeah. I, I, uh, yes. I would say that. That is fair to say. And uh, I, had all, I had to put all of the new teeth in, mm -hmm. um, which are wooden, mm -hmm. obviously, because of, you know... That's the way our founders wanted it. That must have um, really gotten in the way of your work to be out it, for... it, it was tough. Weren't you running for state... Council. State council. Yeah. City, city council. City council. County of Los oh, Angeles. Oh, that's why you dropped out of the race. Yes, that is why I dropped out. It was. It turns out my, manage, my campaign manager was like, Nick, please don't do this Brady Bunch tour. We are three weeks out from the primaries. And I was like, I need a weekend. Just give me a weekend he to recharge. He told me you said, fuck off, Brad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, I told Brad to... <laughs> You're going to be a better city councilman for having gone I need to, to see Greg other Brady cities. If, I, if I'm going to be a city councilman, I need to see other cities. I want to see Greg Brady City. <laughs> and, and I went. So, so wait, on, on Greg Brady Island, there's a Greg Brady City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's where they shoot Hawaii Five-0. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. It's, I believe that's in Scott Con County. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Oh, Scott Con County. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, so anyway, always. Uh, so I guess I would like to announce that I'm. I would like oh, to announce my candidacy right here, here on LA City Council. This is so exciting. 2020. Um, I'm going to ask you guys to throw a number of fundraisers. Sure. Here at the house, um, and we're going to just shoot it. You know. And it's a, and it's a, I'm, my platform is for 2020 is uh, no posers, no more posers. That's important. So that's my main focus. Yeah. I mean, I, of all the things that are happening right now, that does seem to be one of the most There's just so many. Urgent. Yeah. There's so many posers out there, like people yeah. pretending to be one way and then they're like. There are like so many. Yeah. And they're like fake to your face. And then they like talk shit when they're not around you. And so mm -hmm. like, that's what I'm running on. I think that's smart. Mm -hmm.
I think you're going to engage a lot of people's hearts and minds. Yeah. And then, and also to just keep building the wall. Right. Well, obviously. Keep the posers out. Obviously. Yeah. You're going to. I'm going to build a wall around Calabasas. Okay. (laughs) That's smart. This is good. I have a good feeling about this. Just, you're not planning on taking any trips, are you? No. I mean, no, not, nothing major. I'm. I mean, I'm going to Jamaica for an A-team tour. <laughs> but besides that, I have no, no plans to travel. <laughs> um, I'm sure it'll go great. Which actually, B.A. Baracus, they would, they would put him under Mr. T. Yeah. They would, he hated to travel. They hated, hated to fly, so they would, they would drug him Did before every out. travel. So I feel like I got... I got B.A. Baracus basically right. back from Greg Brady Island. Is is his name B.A. Baracus? B.A. Baracus. Yeah. <clears throat> Never knew that. Yeah, but known to friends as Mr. T. Of course. Um, I'm known to friends as Mr. Ice T mm-hmm. uh, because I love an S T. Yeah. The the popular misconception that, yeah. was that the B.A. stood for badass. Uh huh. But Nick knows what the B.A. really yeah. stood for. Yeah, badass. <laughs> so they, they couldn't say on TV it's in the, the 80s. It's the two words meaning the same thing, butt ass. Yeah, exactly. But that's that's sort of Mr. T, the character of butt ass Baracus, was he's able to hold these two things of being that um, he pities he pities the fool, right? To but ultimately cannot stop himself from to. Uh, doing what he needs to do so he can hold both uh pity and 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 anger uh Uh, he can hold both butt and ass so there's two sides of the same coin got it okay so and that was in the pilot that was supposed to be in that whole thing (laughs) it was just that was the way they wanted to do the show and and ultimately it was a it was a multi-can and Mm -hmm. i was the warm-up guy Mm -hmm. for the a-team Oh, so you have previous experience. I yeah. thought so yeah. when I was at the taping. Yeah, I was five when I was uh, the warm-up guy for the <laughs> the A-team multicam. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's the other show I'm working on if you guys are interested. I don't know where you guys are at, you know, post your current gigs, but we are doing the B-team. And Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's just yeah. like people who don't quite, just can't quite get it done. They love it when a plan doesn't what come What was together. your connection to the first A-Team when it was a sitcom? Was it your because your mom was married to my mom, Mr. T? Yeah, my mom was married to Mr. T, and this was in the Rocky years, and so my mom was caught up in I'm the I'm surprised scene. she would let you. Well, she was so... This is my mother, um, who seemingly has been happily married for 50 years... Um, had a second marriage to Mr. T, and my father turned a blind eye. Are you okay? I'm fine. My father was pretty wounded by that time, but my mother had a blast because she was with him on the A-team, Rocky Three. you know, when Mr. T breaks out in Rocky Three, my mom was there partying very hard. She was really partying. She must have a lot of stories. She would think she doesn't have a lot of memories of those times, but Hmm. this sort of gives a a whole new meaning to his music video, uh, Treat Your Mother Right. Yes. It was originally called Treat, Treat Nick's Mother Right. And uh, Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, he changed it at the end. Um, and I didn't, I didn't throw a fit. I mean, I threw a fit because I was a child and I was just hungry. 
Mm-hmm. But um, but I didn't throw a fit. Is this what all of your podcasts have been like? Exactly. <laughs> exactly like this. Just hearing about people's past and what they've been up to lately. and That's my origin story, really. That's where I got the well, showbiz bug. Yeah, I mean, we I did a lot of research and I wanted to pull those, you know, those stories out because I think they're interesting. And you're pulling them out. Not everybody natural. might find those interesting, yeah. but, you know, I, I do. And look, the only two, the only people I care about who I find interesting are the people I'm in bed with right now. Well, that is really sweet. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. My uh, most vivid memory of any time that you and I have spent together was well, we were on a plane together. Yes. Uh, I don't remember. Mm, I guess. I think the DC. Okay. I was on tour with the band. This was a few years ago. And you were drinking white wine. I was like, well, I guess I'll drink white wine. And I, I drank white wine with you mm-hmm. for the whole time, got off the plane and threw up for an hour. Yes. In the airport. Yes. <laughs> um, I had, I roofied you. And I feel like I did not was tell it, you at the time. Was oh. it a dart? It was a, yes. It was what I call a drink dart, uh. which is a roof. I mean, it's ostensibly roof and all. Wow. And and I wanted to apologize to you. And I'm we glad. We had a great time. Yes, I mean, it was we a really great had ride. a great time talking, and it was wonderful. But then I threw up into one of those plastic bags that you get if you go to like the Hudson sure. News. Mm-hmm. It has like pictures of magazines mm-hmm. printed on it. It's a sturdy bag. Diff- yeah. Magazine covers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was big. I mean, it's a practical choice. If Thanks. You're, if you're gonna yeah, it was like a... Joe got it. It was like a, it was like a Julia Roberts, like on the side, one of the magazines yeah. of like Vanity Fair, and then like a Kate Hudson like on a like people. an Us Weekly. Uh-huh. A people, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then a, and then a, you know, a frog with a top hat um, mm-hmm. for the New Yorker. <laughs> a, a couple from HGTV yeah. may or may not be splitting up. Yeah. I was just recently watching some HGTV stuff, and I genuinely think that you guys should go do that show. You guys should go make we an HGTV could do show. That. We really could. You really both have the skill set Nick to do it. I can build and I can design. Yeah. I never even thought of that. Okay, mm. let's do it. All right. Okay. Let's can, sh- I, can we shut this off? Yeah. Can I do? Can I do warm yeah, up fuck for this it? Podcast. Can I do warm up for it? Hell yeah. Yes. Oh, you think a multicam? Yeah. I'm thinking it's. I'm actually. I mean, if that's a great idea, I didn't even think about that. I want to do warm up at the ta- at when you're taping at a house. Right. Like I warm up the the you know I guess the crew and and the people who you're going to be helping with their houses. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's do that, but 
but have four cameras. Yeah. Do the whole thing multicam. You guys should do an HGTV Nobody show. Nobody punches multicam. up those shows. I mean, they could be so much funnier. And with a That's live audience. Um, maybe we would call it bringing up the house. Um, <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So I was on your show, Big Mouth. I did one episode yes, yes. of that, and I heard that it just got, and it's been picked up for three more seasons. Yes. That's great. Yes, we Such are. Such a funny show. Thank you. We, um, Congratulations. Thank you. We are, um, it's great. It's a very, uh, it's very nice to have something that, uh, that I have, like, I make it with my friend, I make it with a lot of people, but I create it with my friend Andrew Goldberg, who... I've known since I was in first grade. We've been friends since first grade, and and it's about us in middle school. And we make it with Mark and Jen, Mark Levin and Jen Flackett, who Andrew was their assistant his first job when he came to grad school. And then it's this lovely thing that, you know, I make with all these people from my whole life, you know. And, and specifically the idea that I make it with Andrew that I – we sort of formed each other's sense of humor and sensibilities in that, like, you know, 75 years later that we'd be making a show <laughs> together. Um, it was very special. That, that must be special. really gratifying. It's yeah. not as much like the Brady Bunch as I would have thought. It's a little different. It's a little different. I mean, I, I see a lot of influences there. We have a lot of, well, there is, you know, I'm trying to think, there was some Greg Brady, there was the episode where Peter Brady's voice is changing, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Um, so we sort of have a little bit of that, but then like this um, uh, fuck monster near, <laughs> who's, who's, uh, who's also screaming in his ear that he should fuck his stepsister. Yeah. Um, we do have an episode this year where Andrew, they go on a trip to Florida to like his grandfather's house for Passover, and he sees his cousin, and he re- and he wants to make, and wants to make out with his cousin. The mm. thing I really want to ask you about the most, and I'm not sure if I should mm-hmm. or can, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, is um, do you have a girlfriend right now? Uh, I do have a girlfriend. Huh? Um, and uh, yeah, she's really lovely. Okay. Because yeah. I know a couple of your ex girlfriends. Yes. And they're here right now. Yeah. Come on out. Come on out. Everybody. Um, yeah, I, I think do. I think three. Yeah, I do have, I have a girlfriend, and you do know some of my ex-girlfriends. Well, Grace Jones. Of course. Uh, Cindy, Cindy Brady. Cindy Brady. Yeah, don't bring, don't bring up sorry, Cindy. Sorry, sorry, guys. Bring it back. Cindy. And Mr. T. Yeah, so. Ms. T, as when I mm-hmm. was with her. Yeah. Um... But cute, yeah, that's what I called her. Mm-hmm. Oedipal as fuck. Yeah, uh, it is so deeply Oedipal. Um, yeah, yeah, we. Uh, it's good. I don't think I've said that publicly, really. Uh oh. Uh oh. Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys? Um, I don't. I don't have a girlfriend right now. Uh uh-uh. No. Do you have a girlfriend? No. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm off the dating uh, scene. Since the year two thousand, you, you well, he's trying to become the next bachelor, so he doesn't want to be perceived as dating anyone. No, you have even to. though we're married. Yeah, it's different to be married than to have a girlfriend. I think so. Yes, and mm-hmm. yes, and you want to date 
Ian Roberts from the Upright Citizens Brigade. Yes, and <laughs> I, I'm, I will agree to be the bachelor only if uh, my choices are in woodworking partners, mm-hmm. and they and they're doesn't have to be any romance or physical affection. Do you find that in that space you 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 have you have chemistry with people in the woodworking space? Oh hell yeah. Do you have like a dating app for woodworkers? Um not th- I'm sure there is one. Uh I was on one f- The Hammer. For there's mm-hmm. the Hammer, the Mortis and Tenon. Mm-hmm. Of course Grinder. Which is yeah, Grinder. Yeah. Right. Nobody gives grinder, you know, they don't credit it as a woodworking. Timber. T I M B R. Yeah. T- <laughs> Timbo. It's a different, that's just for guys named Tim. Timbros. Timbros. Yeah. Um, I, I'm trying to think, I've never done um, woodworking. Have you ever been on a dating site? Yeah. You have? Uh huh. What one, that one that's kind of for yeah. people in the biz? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, we won't speak its name. Any other ones? No, no, that was the I've one. I've looked at a lot of people's. Uh, I yeah, I I actually met my my girlfriend and on that on on one of those sites. Wow! Oh, nice. Yeah, it was cool. A lot of people I know have done that. It's uh, completely. Kate Micucci is married to a guy that she met on. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's it really it opened up, it opens up just who you can meet, mm-hmm. you know. And the stigma is so gone from what, it, and there wasn't even. I remember yeah. early. Early like two thousands when I was in New York dating a f- couple friends were on it and I wasn't like dude what are you doing but like I it wasn't con- it wasn't everybody doing it now it's completely changed and it's you know it allows you to open up your circles mm-hmm. if you you know at, and like I don't know what it's like for kids but as an adult on it I'm like it was it it served its purpose for me mm-hmm. so you're now able to date outside the UCB. Yeah, I mean, I I will. I'm now super into the sort of clowning world. Mm-hmm. Um, I have made my way through the uh, you know this That's the how French. We originally met you. Yes, um, I was a fuck pig for Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> well, we were in clown school together. Yes, exactly. Back in the day. Yes, um, Bill Irwin would just hurl insults at me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he was flirting. That's Let's face it. That's, okay, that's I, another. That's podcast. nice that you right. say that. It at the time did not feel that way. No, it was um, aggressive. It was because I, I made the mistake when I met him of saying that um, my blue heaven was the movie was that it was Rick Moranis's uh, and Steve Martin's movie. Oops. Right. And he got he got very upset. Oh. Um, but, and I was like, and I love you in that movie. I do actually, I really do love him in that movie. He's got he's, like a dance sequence. He's touchy in though. Yeah, he, he's, it's like terrifying yeah. when he flies off the handle and he, and he uh, packs himself into a small box. Yeah. So it feels you, passive aggressive. You no, know the shit's about to blow. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've really taken a sort of French clowning. I find that humor the funniest. Oh, the French are so funny. Yeah. Yes. French clowns. When you go to, I go to Cirque du Soleil for the in-between skits, mm-hmm. you know, where there's like a perverted old Frenchman mm-hmm. uh, and he sort of says slightly racist things to people. In Hysterical. The, I find that so funny. Yeah. And really <laughs> right up my alley. Chef's kiss. Yes, exactly. 
So back to <laughs> dating apps. Nick, do you think like if, if your life were completely different, uh-huh. if everything were 100% different, uh-huh. um, I'm talking to this Nick. I know there's, it's confusing because there's two. But do you, you think you, you would call, ever you call have... call me Nick-O. Call me Nick-O. Okay, Nick-O. Okay. Nick-O. Um, call me Little Nick. Little Nicky. <laughs> little Nicky, <laughs> do you think that you would have ever gone on a dating app? Like, if dating apps were around when you were, you know, single. Well, having never, uh, like, you know, I landed... I'm sorry, I'm going to be earnest for a second. Yeah. Having landed in this love of my life 20 years ago before our lives were taken over by smartphones uh it's hard to fathom um because uh all of the dating that i did per se which was very little was because i was so um buried in the world of live theater and that uh, larping and whatnot and larping (laughs) and um and and my euchre club Mm -hmm. uh and so uh i that was my social circle and it was large enough um, and rich enough that I was always able to pursue relationships within theater. Uh, so, I mean, in my life before you and I met, I, I think I officially went on maybe three dates in my life because mm-hmm. I never, you know, if, if I was looking for a relationship, I would consider the 300 people I knew in the right. theater community and say, oh, Leanne just broke up with somebody. Hey, do you want to... Leanne Rhymes. Yeah, Leanne Rhymes. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> didn't work out, P.S. Uh, so if you, I, I had always... I, I still feel like there's something cold about those dating apps where, you know, I just think, well, that, I, I, I want to meet people. But as a, as a gateway so that you can meet people, as Nick has pointed out, it expands the circle of possibility of like, mm-hmm. oh, here's someone who lives a mile away that I never would have run into right. except well, through this. And in app. like, in the dating apps, that, in like the theater, like, cause I think most of the, m- most of us, you do meet the people in your world, but the older you get, if you're still dating, mm-hmm. the fewer people in that circle, you know, will put up with your tirades. Right. And so you have to get outside of that circle People who don't know. Do you have tirades in your bio? Oh, I have tirades. <laughs> Do you, is that listed as one of your attributes? Yeah, I go, um, yeah, like, I love food. I love to travel. I love to fly off the fucking handle <laughs> at the most inconsistent things. You sure. can't even, you can't, you can't even, predict it. you can't predict what's going to make, what's going to make me lose my fucking shit. <laughs> Um, but what's crazy is that, ironically, like this woman was is from a different, completely different world than than mine, and and we never would have met otherwise. But then we started dating. Uh, is she a hired assassin? She is a voluntary assassin. Oh, so she different. is. Okay, it's a didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. It's yeah. it's a fair. It's a very fair question, and a and a good distinction to make. She kills for sport. I just had a feeling she was an assassin. I don't <laughs> yeah, even yeah, know yeah. why. It's yeah. so crazy. Okay. I mean, it's it, it, it makes sense, oh. you know. Um, Sorry to interrupt. No, so she she um it was in New York, or is in New York, and um, but when we she came to my place in L.A., she was like, "This looks familiar," and realized that she her one of her best friends lived down the block from me in L.A. and had. And she had basically been staying with her friend whenever she came to L.A. for like six years. Uh, 
So like this wow. weird thing of literally within a mile away and never would have met. Yeah. And so then, you know, and I think also depending on how you behave inside of those kind of in the apps that like, you know, you can sort of get to know people in a in a sort of interesting way of, you know, communicating back and forth before you meet. Um, whereas in a bar or or amongst a group, unless you met someone through who was a friend or in your group of friends, it, it sort of gives you a chance to get to know people. That's a good in point, a actually. You bypass the sort of theater yes. of the first dates yeah. that are awkward and like, so what, what do you do? Yeah, I had a... Should we order some apps? I'm yeah. having to get to the point where you feel like you could ask them out even. You can bypass that. Yeah, exactly. And you can sort of sniff out through some conversations whether you think you might actually be someone that you might be a fit to go out and spend time on a date because also like... The older you get and the busier you are, you just have less time to sort of like be like, yeah, sure, I'll check that out. And and also, I think, you know, um, it, it, I am a, you know, I, I'm an open person, but also a, I have my like, well, m- well, my tirades, let's be honest. Yeah, you and know? you want somebody who's really, really rich. I want someone who I, if I can't Scrooge McDuck in their, through coins in their home, if I can't dive into a big thing of, <laughs> Like a a room full of doubloons, a yes, giant they, pile yeah. of gold coins. Yeah, if I can't, if I can't, if they don't have a room in their house where I can't go swimming uh, through through gold doublooms, and we're not a fit. No, I know. You've know always I mean? been like that. And and if they and if they don't have that room, God bless. Like no. you know, it's just they, I'm not saying they're a bad it's person. It's not a judgment. It's not a judgment. They're just not for me. You know what I mean? Enjoy your life. That's why my head is so bruised, by the way. It's from diving into metal coins. Impossibly, You know, yeah. there's yeah. something about Nick that's so crazy. Um, Little Nicky? That he talking... has a horn on his back? <laughs> I'm not talking about that. I was going to say I'm not talking about that. The thing that's so crazy... <laughs> that is pretty crazy. I don't want to. I'm not going to call Look, attention to it, hey, but hey, it is pretty hey. crazy. He doesn't like to talk. About okay. That, okay. Okay. Well, it's then hurtful. why cut a hole? Then why cut a hole through the back of the pajamas so the horn can stick out? Guess what? <laughs> Everything is. So, everyone has something special about them that makes them who they are. Yeah. Uh, are Absolutely. you going off on one of your things? I'm sorry. I'm not. This is not a tirade, but I. I will say it's not a tail. Because it's it's lower back, it's a but it's tusk. <laughs> God damn it! He goes. He likes tusk. It sounds more manly. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you don't call it a tail. <laughs> don't. Go- <laughs> but another thing about Nick, something about Nick. Yes. That it's a calcium a, deposit. I'm assuming it's really what it is. Okay. It's like a fingernail. Okay. I'm not kidding. It took me fucking forever to talk him into doing this podcast because he was worried that somebody was going to bring that up. God damn it. I don't even see it. I'm sorry. I don't okay. even see it. Okay, no. I mean, we don't see it. Nobody's... It's all... One of the things, something about Nick that I think you can appreciate or uh, that I, th- I think is very unusual for a man or a woman, but particularly for men, is he never looks at other women. He never looks at other people... In a, in a, uh, he never sums, does an appraisal uh, in that way. It's crazy. I mean, we can be walking somewhere in public, and 
Like a really beautiful one. We'll, we'll like a by. 10 with big double Ds? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, so hot. And I will look. Uh -huh. And I'll look at him and he's oblivious. Mm. But he doesn't really, he doesn't flirt with people. He doesn't, it's really interesting. I've never known a guy who was like that. I've tried to, I've tried to flirt with him, with Nick. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll undo a couple. You'd probably get further than Yeah, I'll undo a, undo a couple buttons. He doesn't have any male genitalia. <laughs> so that might have something to do with it. But, well, not the truth. He has the horn. He's got the horn. Yeah. The tusk. The tusk. <laughs> oh, sorry. And, I mean... Uh, Your back dick? It's a little... It's kind of like a eunuch, but... It's generous, um, what your, your description of me, but I, I feel like I'm... I just don't want to catch people's attention because I don't want them to notice my tusk. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Um, He's modest. Have you ever thought, and I don't know if this is safe or not, to move your 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 tusk mm. to your front? Um, Use that. You think I haven't fucking thought about <laughs> dealing with this goddamn thing? Because it's leaking, so I don't know if... <laughs> It it's could. my milk. Wow, this Look, is a Pandora's box. Show me somebody that doesn't of. have a superfluous growth of cells somewhere on their body, separating milk. <laughs> I mean, you know, everybody has their their. Everyone's look. got their thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. You know, although, have you seen? Have you seen Hoda? Have you seen Hoda? <laughs> Hoda Kotby. Have you seen her? I've seen She's Hoda. Perfect. Hour four of the Today Show. Still perfect. Still got it. She's perfect. Yeah, how does she okay. do it? You're right. Besides that. Besides Hoda. Besides the Nobody's hour four perfect. Hoda. And she's good on the hour three stuff now. I think she's great. But I think the hour four stuff. <laughs> Miss Kathy Lee. <laughs> Let's watch some clips on YouTube. Let's check out some clips. Hoda. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Um, uh, there's a couple clips that I the one clip that I do like of Hoda. It's really a Kathy Lee clip though. Is Seth Rogen on the hour four with Rose Byrne? They're talking about neighbors, hmm. and Seth Rogen and Kathy Lee Gifford get in an argument about like rent laws in New York, and it is. And Connecticut, and it's it's hilarious to watch true open tension on a show. It's hard to imagine that job, you know. Like we all are lucky enough to work in showbiz, yeah. and and we we know our place, like we know what we can do and and where we can contribute. Yeah, and we, and we all and we have friends, you know, uh, particularly friends who have like late night talk shows mm -hmm. or uh, daily shows um, where you have to go to a studio he wants is what makes me happy this is give perfection. it up give it up give it up for hoda yeah this is fourth hour she's and talking she about does some the, instagram she does post. the music this is her she, yeah, she yeah, yeah 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 she writes it and plays it her she's talking about yeah she's talking about some instagram posts that she made i know you know the ones i'm talking about 
Wow. And then she just, <laughs> she, does all the, she does all the music. Wow. She plays all the instruments. She's got a little studio. I wish you all could see this right now. Yeah. I can't make it stop. <laughs> That's the thing with Moda. That's Oda. the thing. Yeah. That's I the thing with our four of Moda. I don't want it to she stop. Don't, she don't, don't stop. stop. I don't she want it to stop. stop. She can't stop creating. Okay, this, I, I look. Hour four. There it is. Bam. <laughs> Joel is, is the greatest life partner um, that I could have imagined. Okay. And all he wants. Well, that speaks for itself. Yeah. So that she's to so me is so nobody's perfect except. Well, she's, it's, I mean, it the romance between her and Joel and how supportive she is of him. I'm going to run into my closet and grab a cap so that I can doff it to Hoda. <laughs> do you have a sleep cap? I just want to tell do, you yeah. that when I Googled, go I Googled Hoda coat B, uh -huh. and the net and i finished the b and it came up fourth hour and i'm not lying i will show you yeah, yeah. Can't believe me. google knows what's perfect the secret's out the secret sauce look it was the second thing that yeah came up. fourth hour fourth hour i wonder what the founder of the today show would feel tom today mm -hmm. about hour four that one day there would be a fourth hour of the Today Show. Why don't they just do 24 hours? I would lo love yeah. to do hour 19 of the Today Show. <laughs> to host it? That'd yeah, it's like, it's like like 1 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And Hoda's still there. Mm -hmm. She's with <laughs> you, so you're co-hosting with Hoda? I'm, I'm a guest. I did do one talk show appearance where I, I did the Good Morning America... And it was the Uncle Drew premiere. Of course, I know we'll talk about it. We'll get to, obviously, we'll get to that later. I know Absolutely. you guys have a bunch of questions about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Uncle Drew movie where a bunch of NBA guys dress up as old men and I'm the, and I'm the bad guy. We know. Um, so they had the premiere and then the after party and the after after party. It was, and it was like, you know, Kyrie Irving and all, and Chris Weber and Shaquille O'Neal and all of the guys and, we went to like a club after that, you know, it was like, it was a big fun night. And I went to the club and then went home and like took a shower and went straight to Good Morning America. Oh my God. And <laughs> so like oh, still, wow. still drunk on Good Morning America. And it was a joy and it makes me now understand like why certain famous people end up like drunks and drug addicts. Because it's a blast. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, in fact, it's the only thing that exists for many people yeah. now. Wow. Like that is what they're interested in. Yeah, I, I now know that. It's, yeah, it's, it's like uh, a figure from our youth, like a, a Madonna or a Michael Jackson, except the one missing ingredient is content. Right. Like they, they do everything, they tour, people scream, like they, they make money, they have this art, incredibly well, ardent following. Perform a, they don't have a talent that they exhibit and they don't, you know, they don't make any art. You right. Know? But it's performative in some capacity. Yes, their it life is. is their art. Right, right. They skip, yeah, they skip the, the, um, the detritus of making a record or a film mm-hmm. and just go straight to the adoration. Of so celebrity. Like, you pay, we'll show up. That's the exchange. Um, it's like my old saying that my life is my art. Like, my wife is a fart. <laughs> okay. I uh, always loved that. Yeah. yeah. I've always loved it. I'm, I'm, I still have that pillow. I got a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Do a lot of people have tattoos of that? Yeah, get the tattoo. I want really to get it. I, feel I don't like, know. I just can't decide where. I think you on... my face? Yeah, I think on your face and your forehead and then the last two on the, the top of your feet. Okay. I think that wouldn't be a painful thing. I had chicken feet for the first time the other night. I'd never had chicken feet before. What does that mean? Like, you know, like a Chinese so, restaurant, like chicken oh, feet. Oh, you ate chicken feet. I ate oh, chicken you feet. You did? And uh, it was so weird because you eat the meat and then you've got like little chicken bones. Oh, little. God. I'm, I'm doing a finger for, for all the podcasters out there listening. I'm, I'm wiggling my finger to give it you a simulation of like, um, and it, chicken claw. it does kind of look like that's sort of what it's like and then so imagine eating these and then having like each bone oh. in your mouth so is it very nibbly because it's a minimal amount of meat I would and guess. For, again for the the, the the folks at home uh nick is eating it like uh tom hanks ate a, a baby the baby corn oh, in, yeah. in big mm-hmm. um a classic moment um a touchstone a touchstone moment for Touchstone Television, who had no involvement with the movie Big, but they loved it. But they loved it, mm-hmm. and they thought, and they saw Tom Hanks, and then they they said, "This is a star. Can we get him to do TV?" I believe yeah. that I believe they named their company Touchstone based on the baby corn moment. What did it taste like, though? Is my main question. Um, those chicken feet. Yeah. Um, honestly, like a like a basketball shoe. I think because this chicken had been, you know, real a baller before. Mm-hmm. Before he got fried up, fried up in that kitchen and mm. served to me because I fucking bested him. Were you in Chinatown? I was in Chinatown in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, no I think it's called. It's like an old Chinese, old Chinese restaurant. I do love to go to great restaurants. Is that a thing? I love great restaurants. Yeah. But here's the fun thing about me: I don't like going to bad restaurants. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I you know, do. We, we established in a podcast that we a previous podcast that we shot that Nick hates war. Yeah, really. He's yeah. not a fan. Really, that's mm-hmm. sort of my. That's that's his such thing. an interesting take. That's my soapbox platform. And speaking of, just quickly, people don't again at home don't realize that Nick and Megan have been in the shape of uh, uh, John Lennon and Yoko for the entire episode mm-hmm. they've been curled up megan is long and i'm wearing Nick a is... bag <laughs> yeah and they have been slowly tattooing on my forehead that uh there is no war uh, on my forehead and um so i've known just from the physical 
physically what you've been doing to me mm-hmm. that I know you don't like work. Well, I didn't. I, I haven't really thought about it. Nick doesn't like it. He had just announced. Yeah, where do you recently. know where you're at on I it? I don't. I haven't really thought about it. So, you know, I let's can say show I'm you decided. some numbers. Yeah. Um, about war? Yeah. I mean, where do you stand? Well, I love peace. Oh. Okay. I well, feel it doesn't automatically mean that you hate war, though, does yeah, it? Yeah, correct. I feel like we, our two sides could come together. Yeah, I don't know. I would like to think so. But I'm, because uh, I do love peace. I love when there is no war. Mm-hmm. But Wait, did I, you say peace or peas? I love peas. Oh, okay. Like a summer pea, like, right. a, like an English pea. Mm-hmm. Oh, Spring okay. Pea. I misheard yeah. you. Uh, no, but as a, as a board member of Halliburton, I love war. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I've made hundreds of millions, millions. of dollars. It is lucrative. I mean, there's the military no military industrial that. complex. Um, if you love getting paid a lot of money for people dying in remote regions, yes. uh, war is your, is your thing. Well, then I guess I would put myself in that camp. I've just never thought about it because I'm busy. You know, I have other, I don't, what am I supposed to think about everything? Yeah, I think it's because I have such a vested interest in its propagation and in yeah. its success. It's right. But if I were you, and it's like, business. it's my business. And so I love it. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I love what I do. And it's like, if you don't love what you do, and for me, that's Get inciting out. conflict, physical and, you know, heavy, heavy casualty conflict around the world. Mm. If that weren't how I made my money, how I put food on my table, mm-hmm. then I might feel differently. It's a great place for you to go off. With one of your famous tirades, 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 tirade. I, interestingly, I almost never have tirades when it comes to planning and executing because and fomenting war. Tirade. I love what I do. Yeah. I love what I do. It's your happy place. Yeah. No, it's like if I go to the dry cleaner and um, they don't have like a mint or a little a little lollipop for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I fucking oh. freak out. I go. I I can I can have this place bombed with a drone <laughs> on a app on my phone. <laughs> oh, you have that on your phone? Just I've got a like drone. I've, some I've, people like remotely a, like turn their alarm on in their house when they're out of town. Yeah, I got a little VIP. It's through Ring actually. Oh. It's through Ring and Nest. Okay. And I uh, didn't realize they had that option. Yeah, there's a Halliburton Ring Nest combo where they give me when people leave. For vacation, they give me that info, mm-hmm. and and at that point, I can send a drone and just do a, a targeted explosion mm-hmm. and blow up someone's house. It's it's have a little done, prank. Have you who have you done that to? I did it to John Mulaney. Uh huh. Um, I did it to Nia Vardalos. That's Hilarious. Funny. Yeah. Um, so if you have I don't know if you haven't had Nia on the cat on the pod yet. Mm-hmm. Um, She'll remember. she'll remember. Yeah, we'll bring that up. <laughs> she has no home now, so I think it'll probably stick with her. And I did it to Dennis Rodman. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He was a dear friend. I did not. I didn't know that. You I guys met him through close. our. Yeah, I met him through our, our our mutual friend Kim Jong. Well, you both are big Brady Bunch fans. I did know that he. He loves the Brady Bunch. Loves the, well, me and him, and that's how me and him and Kim Jong Un would watch old episodes together. Mm-hmm. Mm. And um, and you know. We have that in common. There are other, and again, I am a supplier. I'm pl- I'm I'm supplying the North Korea with a lot of their military equipment currently, and yeah, their nuclear stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
It's all about money. For me, it is, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we're doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's right. To make a lot of money. Get that money. Well, this has been another installment of our drastically popular podcast, In Bed with Nick and Megan, starring Nick Offerman, featuring Megan Mullally, and guest starring the inimitable, hilarious, beautiful... You didn't want me to say it. I'm sorry. I ruined this whole... Do we have to do the whole thing over now? Let's start over. I ruined it. Should we start the whole thing over? All right. Introducing and introducing Nick Kroll. Thank you. As himself. Like a Natalie Portman in The Professional. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? the new Natalie. Who is this? Who's this? You are the new Natalie, though. That's what they say. Thanks for... (laughs) Coming and sitting in our bed. And I'm, of course, by bed. they, I mean Natalie Portman's kids. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I dress up like her and I've done a home invasion. Mom. <laughs> I'm the new Natalie. Call me that. You are. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks. Good night, everybody. In Bed with Nick and Megan is an Earwolf production. It's produced by Megan Mullally, Kevin Bartelt, and Michael Landry. Executive produced by Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon. Music by Nancy and Beth, which can be found at www.nancyandbeth.com. If you enjoyed In Bed with Nick and Megan, make sure to rate it and review the show on Apple Podcasts. Oh, this hello. episode is brought to you by Sleep Number. Ah. Sleep Number mattresses have adjustable comfort, Nick. Partner snore technology. Mm. Movement sensing, as if you didn't know. And what do they have? They have Sleep IQ technology. Yeah. Sh- it's showing, it, it shows your personalized insights is all it does. It has partner <laughs> snore technology. I think they should call it partner snore solutions. Yeah. Because it sounds like it's encouraging snoring, but actually it's solving when your partner is snoring. Well, ever since we got our sleep number bed, your snoring has gotten better. Thank you. Um, well, how could that be? I Apparently it's, it's that uh, partner snore solution technology that we were just talking about. Well, listen, I just wanted to say that I really love you just the way you are, except there are a few things I would change. Okay, that I mean that stands to reason. One of them, the good news is one of them was the snoring. Oh, great! So that's sort of been checked off the box thanks to Sleep Number. All right, um, I think that's all the time we have today. <laughs> uh, you know, one was the bedwetting, but that has gone away as well. It has. Yeah. Oh. I'm not saying that Sleep Number can cure bedwetting. I'm just saying that mysteriously, since we got our Sleep Number bed, yours has abated and slowed to a halt well I'll, t- I'll tell you right to your face i'm glad to hear that you're glad <laughs> the housekeeper's glad too because she had to change those sheets mm. what would you change about me darling don't worry i won't get mad <laughs> <laughs> um i mean i i would uh, uh it, would, it, it would require a few steps first um, I would have you insist that we move to a log cabin uh, in a forest. Mm-hmm. And then um, 
would not, I would not mind if you competed against me to see who could split the most firewood uh, to heat our log cabin. Wow. Okay. Um, but that I said I wasn't going to get mad, but I feel I feel the anger rising. I mean that might. I'm not perfect, Nick. That might fall <laughs> more into the category of a fantasy. Everybody has flaws. Um, <laughs> I wish you split. I wish you split more firewood. But I mean, other than that, God bless America. I'm pretty happy. That's not fair. I'm pretty happy with our coupling. All right. Well, I guess I can live with that. I will try to split more firewood, though, just so you know that right. I'm doing my part. And I, I will keep silently uh, not peeing in the bed. <laughs> uh, you know what, though? Seriously, people out there in listener land, people of ears, even if you think you have the perfect mattress, there's always room for a small upgrade. Sure. Room for change. Uh, so what we would like for you to say is... Discover smart, effortless comfort with the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. This is not a bed. It's proven quality sleep. Come in now and save up to $600 on select Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds. For limited time, only at Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com slash in bed. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics, because that's who we are. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.